If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. We are Sahar questions like Do you flash fry chicken with the explosion from a burning skeleton? Ooh, maybe. If it's hot enough. Like Well, I don't the feathers though. Okay, but you pluck it. You pluck it. You pluck it like you have a raw Yeah, you've got a raw chicken, it's prepared, but you're ready to Okay. (laughs) So basically you're an adventure, right? And you got, you're dual wielding. In one hand, you got an axe. In the other hand, you've got a fucking raw chicken. Why? Uh, okay. Well, because you want to fucking cook fucking it, Dave, okay? It. Okay. Um, and there's a burning skeleton. And the burning skeleton's like, Aah! And you're like, watch this shit. And you fucking decapitate the skeleton. And the skeleton then, of course, uses its ability to fucking explode in your face. Of course. Yes. Of course. As one does. Do you reckon you could position yourself in such a way that you could, like, catch most of that heat on the chicken and get a nice turly cooked chicken in one blast. I mean, if you put the chicken in front of you, like right in front of you, mm-hmm. I su- I guess you. No, maybe if you replaced the the skeleton's head with the chicken. <laughs> How hot does it explode? I mean, it's got. It's like a. I would assume it's like a gas explosion, right? Like it's like a. Well, all of these things. Well, then how hot is a gas gas explosion? Hot enough to cook a fucking chicken, hopefully. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If a gas explosion would cook this fucking stupid raw chicken that you people have, then I'm sure that the explosion from a fucking burning skeleton would cook it. Okay, but on the other hand, we don't want to burn it. We don't want to burn it. No, no, the question wasn't how do you burn a fucking chicken with an explosion from a skeleton? How do you cook it? Yeah, uh, exactly, but we don't want to burn it, because it's ruined if you- if it No, no, burned. you're just adding rolls onto it now. No, this is how fucking cooking works! What the fuck, Ritz?! What are you talking what? about?! 
You, oh, yeah. you are asking a hard question, and I am giving you a hard fucking answer. And the hard answer is that you could. Yes, it would cook it. Definitely, it would cook it a little bit. I don't know about all the way through, and it probably would burn it too. But burning doesn't matter because burning can be part of cooking. I'm not saying that I like burnt food. I hate burnt food. But I'm saying that it is part of cooking that sometimes you burn your food. And if an explosion from a skeleton that you just decapitated burns your fucking raw chicken, now cooked, so what? It's still cooked. Okay, okay Dave. Um, how do I hand in my white card and stop being white? Because I don't <laughs> want to be associated with this shit. What are you talking about? Unfortunately... <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't get rid of it. Your people, um, in fact, permanently got it. You I'm f- sick of this treatment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Ritz? Uh-huh. Maybe you should have thought of that before being born in Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. Do we want, do we want to play some Pathfinder, guys? Yeah. Please. <laughs> We're going to go get a chef class one day, and then we'll find out. I really want some sort of chef-related pathfinder class. <clears throat> okay, so uh, previously in Extinction Curse, uh, you guys arrived in the town of Matt and Cleave, uh, where you decide that you're going to set up and put on the circuits, advertising to all the uh, scattered farms around this central village nucleus. It's a pretty big settlement, although you wouldn't know it from glancing at the village itself. Uh, most people are kind of living scattered around it in satellites. Not satellite satellites, this isn't Starfinder. Um, you get what I mean. Um, you met a MILF, and you're like, cool MILF! And uh, you met Gertie Goldpockets, and you're like, now hold the fuck up. Not cool. I mean, she sold you some stuff, and I think she's nice. She's also fucking stalking us. No, I think it's a coincidence. Um, anyway, no, it's not. Uh, you, met, you met some, uh, some uh, traveling performers, well, some people who wanted to become traveling performers, uh, a set of siblings uh, who call themselves the Sirens of the Spheres who were like, hi, our grandmother just recently died under mysterious circumstances. Can we join? And Ariat was like, oh yeah, mysterious circumstances, what's up with that? And they were like, oh, you know, just dreams. And she's like, uh, huh? Got it. Cool, 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 cool. By the way, you're hired. <laughs> oh, hired, by the <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> what's your ability? Our grandma died. Hired. <laughs> nice. They can sing real good. Uh, like, real good. Like, holy shit. Um, you probably heard a little bit in your like your practice afterwards, but oh my fucking god! Familial trauma and good talent—you're hired for the circus. You're perfect here. Welcome aboard! After uh, doing some more preparations, buying more tickets, buying some candy, buying some beer, uh, and most importantly, pulling together a fucking helter skelter, which is uh, a big, a big silly slide tower. Um, you guys got ready to put on the show, only for last minute a shit ton of shuni from the town of Fenry to come by. Uh, potentially the entire yes. population of the little town. Coming back to repay you a favor for saving some of their numbers uh, from some boulettes earlier. So you have an absolutely fucking massive crowd. And fellas, uh, I think we're gonna, we're gonna get into it, shall we? Yeah. Okay. So, it is the big day. Star Day in Mattenkleve. You spent all week preparing for this, and it shows. You see, like, people like Meccano, the Mechanical Carney, uh, selling out some candy to uh, passerbys. Some of these people have never had candy before. Like, they, this is still technically a medieval setting for the most part. It's fair. So you see a fucking small child drinking some monster for the first time, and she's like, Whoa! 
Whoa! <laughs> <Not> monster! <laughs> Shuni are everywhere. Um, you know, kind of gossiping with each other, drinking some of that good, good beer, kind of waving to you guys as you all pass. And you can see that everyone is, you know, getting ready for their performance. You see the sirens of the spheres. Uh, they're kind of like harmonizing with each other. You see the astounding aquaconeticist. Uh, you see uh, Miss Dancer. Everyone is getting ready for a good time. What about you guys? Are you guys getting ready for a good time? How are you all holding up? Getting ready for a terrible time. Larry's always ready for a good time. Okay. I'm kidding. Of course he's getting ready for a good time. He's a fucking clown. <laughs> How's Ariato doing? She's doing her stretches. Fuck yeah. Stretch up, girl. <laughs> it's, it's, important, it's important to stretch. I'm proud of her for doing her isometric exercises. Okay. Um, anyway, I think after uh, like a little while of you guys uh, preparing, you've already like done most of the work. Sun is starting to set, and I think... Uh, Mordane kind of like pokes her head out of the tent and she kind of like signed like, Come on. Just shouting. Come on. Oh dear. Allez, allez, come on. I will okay. have to move okay. so slowly. Right. Sometimes I say stuff to go. Anyway. She dips her head back in fucking pouting. Ariana tumble runs to the tent. <laughs> and so you all enter. And uh, yeah, you got a fucking crowd. You're really glad you got this big tent because, like, damn, it's, uh, it's looking, it's looking, like, pretty fucking packed already. Um, certainly there would have been no way for you to fit uh, all these people in your last one. I think, uh, as always, once you have entered the tent, um, the professor kind of approaches you all. He's like, mm -hmm. well, everyone, uh, there's a lot of dog people out there. Shuni. Yes. I am fairly certain that it is their entire town. Are these yes. friends of the ones we had on the way up? Yes. Family. Yes, they are. Oh. Well, he kind of like looks out and he sees like a few shuni. Uh, they have gotten hold of a ball somehow and they're fucking going wild. And he, he goes back to you guys and says, well, I guess it goes, just goes to show you that one good turn always brings another. And he mm -hmm. looks at the camera. Uh, what? What okay. are you looking at? Oh, no, don't worry. I was just making a point. Okay. Now. No breaking the false wall, please. For nothing should for that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I always trust your intuition. How are we going to do this one? Hmm. Yeah. Who are we putting in for the uh, for the first one? The uh, the opener. I was thinking that uh, perhaps Alicia could use some spotlight. You are so right. She deserves it, and she is such a good opening act. I agree. All right, Elizzie, it is. Everyone likes to see a snake. Everyone does like to see a snake. Uh, all right, for uh, the build-up. Oh, how are we thinking? We need two people there. I think it's probably a good idea to try put on some people who haven't had as much spotlight yet. Try, you know, give them a taste of what the circus is all about. Oh, yes, how about uh, some of our new people? Such as? Help me out here, and he turns to the others. Uh, well, there's William Zarlel, Goodfass. Uh, I think Esme is gone. Miss Dancer hasn't been up. She hasn't. All right, Miss Dancer, and uh, who who will we put with Miss Dancer? 
Oh dear. Um, who does Miss Denser spend time with? I think that having to get people who are friends usually make it work better. Well, I suppose he spends some time with uh, Lily, uh, your army, the Kitsune. Oh yes, I was thinking of her. Perhaps those two could work together for that. Well, I think that works. Yes. Uh, all right. Now for the big number, we need someone to take it on solo. Hmm. Hmm. Perhaps Zarlo. Zarlo could do well. She's uh, been working very hard on her uh, little trick recently. She finally got her organ repaired after you and her had your little scrap back in Escadar, uh, Mr. Volio. Mm, yes, I destroyed it. You are so... I'm glad it's back together. Oh, but we do also have uh, the the Sirens of the Spheres as well. Mm. Do they want to put them out? Is it a... They're very new, right? Yes, we just hired them. Do they want to do that first thing? Uh, I mean, I can ask. They are level 10. They are. They're very good. <laughs> they are level 10. We could ask them if they're comfortable doing that. I don't want to just throw them out there to the wolves without asking. Oh, yes. Go ahead, ask them. Okay. I'm already swayed by their level. <laughs> How do you know their level? What do you mean? I think the three of them are uh, chatting with each other, and um, Nelvi kind of looks up uh, when you come by, and she's like, Hi, Ariato. Um, how's everything going? Good. Uh, we're planning right now. We're planning everyone's uh-huh. uh, role. I just wanted to ask if you guys are okay with doing the big number. I think I'll choose and perk up. <laughs> and and Wilfrida, uh, the youngest, is she's like, the big number? Us? Really? Huh? Uh, Nelvi kind of looks uh, like fucking over the moon and says, Oh, we just joined. Are you are you sure? I, we heard you guys practicing. Like, you guys are really good. I think they all look at each other before, like, Rudon kind of bursts through. And he's like, we're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll happily do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, cool. I'll let, every, I'll let the others know. <laughs> they give three big thumbs up. They look absolutely fucking over the moon. Ariato backflips back over to the others, and she says... They're they're excited. They want to do it. Ooh, sick. Um, wonderful. So then all that leaves is uh, the grand finale, which is three places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I notice you guys haven't taken any uh, roles yet. So would you like to work on that? I, I am planning on not uh, performing this one. Oh, all right. But feel free to if you would like to. You too. Hmm. Royari, Ariato, do you feel like joining, or should we point other people for this one? I always like performing. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed I dress like this 24-7. You <laughs> sure do. You have multiple matching coats and white shirts. You've just got a whole wardrobe full of them. I have other clothing, but... Mostly. I wear them. I do wear them. <laughs> I think it would be good for the others to try it a little bit. I think, I can, I think I'll uh, make sure everything's... In shape for All right. the crowd. We have a big crowd. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, then I suppose you two can take charge in the event that something goes wrong, which it almost yes. always does. I'm going to roll a d20 right now. 
Ooh. Ooh, we could be extra security. Oh, <laughs> both so terrifying. Remember, legal things only. It is legal for me to uh, kick someone out of the circus very hard. I do not care what happens afterwards. Folio, look me in the yes. eye and tell me that you're not going to commit crimes. Turns on his floodlights. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, certainly nothing will go wrong, and you guys will be able to handle it perfectly. Oh, yes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so who would put instead? Royari, who would you like to perform with? Uh, looking at the list yes. of people who haven't actually done any performances yet, uh, Zaralel hasn't. Let me see. Serena hasn't. But Serena would be fair. She does mostly comedy and stuff, so maybe she'd be in a commentating role or something. Um, she is a good solo act. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, I think Esme and um, Esme and uh, Elion are going to be doing uh, animal handling for the most part. So okay. I believe that the only two who haven't performed then are Serena and uh, Zarela. So perhaps you could go up with them? Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Uh, is that goodbye, everyone, then? Yep. Sounds perfect. All right. Uh, well, everyone, go inside because the show's about to begin. Oh, boy. And, uh, with- and nothing bad will happen ever. Shut the fuck up. The William. end. <laughs> so, with that, um, our dear sweet um, professor walks out onto the stage, pulling up the ringmaster's stuff, and speaks into it with a booming voice. Welcome, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, to a a show show unlike unlike any other, performing for the very first time here in Matin Cleave. We have the Circus of Wayward Wonders here to light up your evening. And naturally, the crowd goes wild. He kind of grins and he says, All right, everyone, for our first performance, we have two beautiful stars one a human and one a giant anaconda from the deepest jungles of the mwanki expanse and uh people go ooh i give to you all and he kind of uh gestures out uh elysia and mr tickles and of course uh out they come uh and so elysia walks out into the middle ring uh and she's kind of got mr tickles and uh, she grins at the crowd, kind of like showing him off, and everyone's like, ooh, ah, think she's cool as hell, because she is. She's been having a lot of help lately from uh, her new helper, Esme, who is kind of like poking up from the curtain and giving her a thumbs up. Mr. Tickles has been very well kept, uh, which is to say that because uh, Elysia and Mr. Tickles, her trick has the animal trait, Esme, who is now the circus's uh, animal uh, handler, is going to be giving her a plus one to the bonus. And also, if any time Mr. Tickles were to escape during a show, Esme would re-roll it because, don't worry, he's got this. Uh, But she turns to the crowd and she's like, all right, let's see what we can do. And I think uh, she flicks her, uh, she's gonna flick her um, sleeve. And from her sleeve, several small grass snakes fling out. And she's gonna see if that's gonna impress anyone. Uh, and that is a 12 plus 12, that is going to be a 24, which beats her DC. Uh, so with a success, that means she's going to generate excitement equal to the trick's level. Uh, which means that because she's level 5, that's going to be 5 excitement. 
uh, bringing you guys up to 18 excitement. You were at 13 when you started because of your Helter Skelter and the uh, Sideshow. And uh, you're at 33 anticipation thanks to the serious amount of people here. With a grin den, uh, she is going to have Mr. Tickles uh, slide around her shoulders and down onto the floor and start kind of chasing after the other snakes. Not to hurt them, but to evidently collect them on his back. And that is going to be enough 20, baby! Hell yeah. Uh, so she adds another five excitement, uh, which makes it 23, but she also adds some anticipation. So that's going to be an extra three anticipation making it 36 out of 50 anticipation. Very nice. With her last one, she is going to then uh, have Mr. Tickles uh, slither back up around her and into uh, and around her shoulder. Uh, and that is going to be uh, a six plus 12 is an 18, which comes short, but she tries to get Mr. Tickles to come back up. But Mr. Tickles is kind of content on the ground. Not that the audience minds, because they're still like really having fun. Uh, she kind of, Picks Mr. Tickles up and twirls him around over her head. The other uh, graph snakes kind of coiling around him. And uh, she bows and everyone claps. Well done, Elysia. Mm. Uh, so that is a successful opener. Very nice. She kind of ducks back in and uh, she's like, why did Mr. Tickles stop performing? And Esme's like, um, I fed him a, like, a lot earlier. Maybe maybe that's why. He's like, okay, still, still getting into this, but don't worry. Thank you very much, Esme. He's like, yeah. So that's the opener done. Next, we're moving on to the build-up. For the build-up, you send out two performers. Uh, one of them is a woman with a white cloak riding on the back of a horse. And as he's uh, coming out, he says uh, to the audience, Everyone, I bring you today, Lady Death and her white horse. Or is it perhaps something more incredible? And with that, Miss Dancer kind of like flops open his wings. And he's like, check this out, bros. And the crowd's like, whoa. Immediately, that's going to be a performance check from Miss Dancer because they're like, holy shit. That is going to be a 12 uh, plus 16. Uh, that is going to be a 28, which is a pass, meaning that he adds eight excitement. Very nice. Uh, bringing you up to 31 excitement. Because the crowd sees this, you see a few Shuni in the background going, <gasps> because like, man, they've barely even seen real horses before. A fucking horse with wings? Holy shit. Um, because, uh, because this has the beast trait, um, it's actually going to add an extra amount of excitement. Uh, because Pegasi are level 3, that's going to be one excitement extra. Uh, bring it up to 32 excitement. Lily then kind of slides off Miss Dancer's back, and she drops the robe and uh, kind of sweeps out a stick. Uh, and you're like, oh, what's this? Uh, and then she flicks it a few times, and it twirls out into a fucking sight. And the crowd, again, it was fucking nuts because what? Uh, that is going to be an eight plus 15. That is a 23, which is just a pass. Good for her. Um, that is another seven excitement, bringing you up to 39 excitement. Love that. As she kind of uh, grins, she begins to kind of dance around in a circle, uh, kind of scattering salt as she does so. Uh, that's going to be another performance check as she begins to dance. Uh, that one's going to be a 3 plus 15, which is an 18, which is unfortunately not going to succeed. Um, but what she is going to do is she is going to uh, drop that salt kind of unceremoniously in a big circle. Mm -hmm. And uh, while that is happening, uh, Miss Dancer is going to start flapping his wings and take flight into the air. Uh, that is going to be an acrobatics check plus 17. 
That is a 14 plus 17. Uh, that is a pass. He's gonna add eight excitement. Holy shit. Uh, bring it up to 47 excitement. Jesus. Yeah, the crowd is... This is only the opener, and you're already, like, maxing out how much excitement you can do. You're gonna need a bigger tent again. Yeah, holy fucking shit, yeah. Like, certainly the anticipation has risen a little bit, uh, because, like, the professor has been, like, calling stuff out. But, like, it can't get much higher than this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Like, it went five higher when he called out, uh, Elysia. And it went uh, eight higher when he called out these two guys, meaning that right now uh, it's at 49 anticipation. The max you can get is 50. So, well, no, the max you can get is 60 right now because of all these shuni. Um, but still, it's a thought that counts. Still insane. Yeah. As he starts uh, flying, he starts spiraling in circles as uh, Lily is like, kind of like still dancing, but she starts clapping her hands together and bowing, kind of like. At first you think it's at random, but you realize it's in a very deliberate sequence. And then she takes one final clap and one final bow in the center of that circle. And with a 19 plus, uh, plus 13, so that is going to be a 32. That is going to be a, that's going to be a fucking uh, success for sure. Uh, add another seven excitement to 54. She summons a fucking beacon of ghosts. And you realize you hadn't really figured out what Lily's whole deal was? Uh, she seems to be an occultist. Oh, fun. Hmm. Taking, like, from uh, Tian Shan rituals and, like, uh, like you know, spiritualist stuff, uh, she was able to do a dance that was able to summon up uh, some energy that was able to visualize the local spirits. And you can see them kind of like the way you see dust in a beam of light. Uh, passing through this beacon that she's created, while Miss Dancer is flying around in circles around it. Uh, and that's gonna be a two. Uh, a two plus, um, a two plus 17 is a 19, which isn't a pass, but doesn't matter. It just means that the crowd is so focused on Lily's beacon of ghosts. Uh, they're having a great time. Uh, the crowd claps and they return back in. Uh, and we see backstage now, uh, Ariato and Volio, you two are watching as um, the Song of the Sears people are getting ready to go out. When uh, suddenly you hear a ah, oh. and Elion bursts into the back uh, back of the tent, and she's like, "It's come! It followed me!" What? What? Uh, what? What's the problem? What? Slow down. And then you hear the people outside also scream. Oh, oh shit. And you see what it is? Because charging in through the front of the fucking tent, you see a fucking owlbear. What? An owlbear rushes into the fucking circus and is now standing in the center, looking around and roaring at people confusedly. Like, what the fuck is all this noise? Who are these fucking people? Um, oh, and Elliot's like, God. it followed me, it followed me from the... <sighs> Calm down. Where were you that an owlbear was? What? I was taking care of the methods, and it was by the stream, and it saw me, and it heard the... <sighs> I have... Do you uh, let it back here? I was running for my life! Uh, okay, oh, okay, God. just stay here. We'll go take care of it. Okay, Ariato and Volio, uh, everyone else is still in the middle of practice. Do you want to go take care of that real fast? Yep. Yes. Okay, 
Well, both of you roaming initiative as you run out onto the field and you see a fucking owl bear, and it you realize we're done. Uh oh. Everyone thinks this is part of the show. Folio looks at Ariato before they head out and he's like, Well, it's put on an impromptu show. I guess you're performing after all. I mean, I guess. Folio <laughs> rolls a two. Oh no! Ariato rolls a five. Oh no! What did you roll? That's an 18. Okay. Um, well, top of the order is unfortunately going to be the owl bear. Uh oh. And it sees you. That's not good. And it lets out a blood curdling screech. Both of you make me a will save as it just fucking screams at you. It's a 31. That's Crit success. Crit success. Crit success. Easy. <laughs> That's a 32. <laughs> Crit success. You're both fine. <laughs> okay. This thing roars at you, and both of you just don't flinch as you get ready. And I think it kind of like its face kind of like contorts a little bit in confusion because this is an apex predator. Who do you guys think you are? Um, so instead, clowns. <laughs> instead, it's going to make a. Uh, it's going to run towards you, Volio, uh, and it's uh -huh. going to make a talent slash. That is a thirty-one to hit. Ooh, not a crit, but it hits really hard. Oh, that is 10 piercing damage as its talons slash into you and it lets out a roar. And then it's going to uh, grab you instantly. So you are grappled by it as it basically pulls you into a bear hug. And the crowd's like, yeah, as Volio, you're literally being attacked. No, yeah. Volio, <laughs> oh, isn't this sweet? <laughs> um, no. Ariato, it's your turn. Fucking owl bear. Uh, she's gonna intimidate and glare it. <laughs> okay, make me a fucking uh, intimidation check. Thirty-two. Uh, fucking crit success. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this thing's level three. Jesus. <laughs> this poor thing. You guys are a little bit stronger than owl bears at this point. A little bit. Uh, so what? On a tree tree, I uh, on crit success, I'm going to assume that this thing is frightened too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you stare at it, and it, like, it's in the middle of fucking attacking Voldio, but then it sees you staring, and it kind of, like, flinches a little bit, and it kind of, like, doubles back, still screeching at you. You've got two actions left. What do you do? Well, she doesn't want to take from the show that's going in front of her, so, uh... No one has entered onto the ring right now. You are currently solo here. Ah. Hey, Voldio. Enlarge. <gasps> Ooh! Oh! Ariato, Volio fucking grows to massive sizes, and suddenly he is standing at uh, about 13 feet tall. Uh, Oddbody, as is customary, kind of like uh, starts circling over Volio's head like he's a fucking Gigantamax Pokemon. And now it's Large Albear versus Large Volio. It's starting to question whether it was a good idea to grapple this guy. <laughs> Volio, oh. it's your turn. Uh, the owlbear's grappling you. What do you do? Can I grapple it back? 100% like, make me a legs check. 100% make okay. me a legs check. I will allow it. <laughs> Fuck, that's 22. Uh, 22? Hang on, let me see if I get uh, uh, enlarge. Okay, that's the melee damage. Never mind, carry on. Yeah, that's a fucking success. 
Um, you fucking wrestle with the owlbear in the middle of the audience, and they're fucking cheering. They think this is great. Fuck yeah. This wasn't on any of the posters. <laughs> oh, God. You hear a few of the shooting go, Oh, get it out. Go on, get the mail. Go on, get the mail. Ah, you'll show me his boss. Go on, lads. Oh, my God. Um, you have two actions left, Volio. What do you do? Can I body slam him? You know what? I'll fucking allow it. Make me a legs check. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna roll in real life. Roll 20 hates me. Well, real life hates me too. So it's 24? A 24? Yeah, no, yeah. that fucking works. Good. Um. Thank God. Volio, uh, you fucking pick him up over your head and slam him onto the floor and let it oof. And I'm gonna let you do your melee damage to this with, as if it were with your hammer. Just just to make this go fast. Don't count on this working in a regular fight. It's 15 damage. 17 okay. because of enlarge. Ooh! Uh, okay. So, Volio, you slam him and he lets out a oof. And you got one more action. What do you do? Mm. You know how, like, when you want someone to go. In like a cartoon, they'll like kick you in the pants. Yeah. Well, I was gonna kick the owlbear in the fucking butt. So you try okay. to, just to like get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, cool. Uh, make me a legs check. Because I think you're basically wrestling with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's a 5 plus 15, that's a 20. Uh, because he is frightened because of Ariadna's death stare, yeah, that's gonna work. Um, make me another uh, damage roll. Alright. That's 19, that's 2 or, uh, two from enlarge, that's 21. Okay, um, yeah, okay. Volodai is your turn, and I think, uh, because it's on 16 HP, and it didn't really want to do this, it was just chasing after what I thought was a free meal, it kinda lets out a screech, and stumbles back from, one, scary lady with scary fucking glowing eyes, and two, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, the, the owl bear backs up, lets out another shriek at you all before it turns tail and dashes out of its tent. And the, the crowd just fucking applauds. They are so sure that was part of the show. Toodaloo! Uh, Ariana does a, does a does the awkward bow of like, this wasn't part of the show, but I'm glad you liked it. Goodbye! <laughs> Um, uh -huh. So you get an extra amount of excitement and anticipation equal to your starting excitement and anticipation. Um, so if you had like an even bigger tent, that would be an extra 33 anticipation because people would have been filing in. Literally no one else can fit. You see more farmers like poking <laughs> their head in and they're watching from outside, uh, but literally it's maxed out. You're at 60 anticipation. Fuck yeah. Meanwhile, that is going to be an additional 13 excitement. Uh, so you are at 67 excitement. Uh, there are literally people who, I think, like again, are so overwhelmed. They're just cheering. They're not even processing what's going on anymore. They're not ex ex like getting the finer parts of it. Uh, but you two, back back around the uh, curtains again. Volio very big and Ariato very scary. And I think backstage you get another clap and cheer. Because they're like, nice work, you saved Elion! <laughs> yep. Now never do that again, I swear to God. I was... It happens. I was getting water. What do you want me to? Okay. Are you okay? I'm all good. A little bit shaken up, but you guys took care of it. Here's, here's some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> she tears up. 
As long as you are safe. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think uh, it's at this point that uh, the Goatfest kind of poked her head up and uh, Nelvi's kind of like, is it, is it safe to go out yet? You took care of that monster? Yep. Mm-hmm. All good. All gone. All right. Well, let's go. And uh, the three of them make their way out. And um, the professor kind of like grins as they're coming out. And he says, Matt and Cleave, I have a treat for you tonight. Some performers from your very own community. I give to you for the first time in the world, the Sirens of the Spheres. And the crowd really fucking bursts out in applause. Uh, they're like, oh my God, the God Fests. These siblings, These siblings bring the joy and freedom of Desna to you. They flip they as they, they sing and dance like butterflies in flight. So the three, uh, the three uh, siblings, uh, all dressed very colorfully in reds, purples, and yellows, uh, make their way out. Uh, and kind of like the music starts to die down a little bit. I think um, slowly um, Nelvi starts to like, s- like let out a single note. And then Rudon joins in with a higher note. And then Wilfrida joins in with a higher note. And they begin singing. And it's a really beautiful sound. Um, Three voices in total harmony as uh, just starts to kind of reverberate through the room, but does so in a way that feels almost supernatural. Like it is beautiful what they are doing. And they begin singing a hymn to Desna. Uh, And they are going to make a performance check. That is going to be a... That is going to be a uh, 32, uh, which beats the DC. So immediately that's uh, 10 excitement as their voices carry through the room and everyone is kind of like, stop. There's no applause. There's no like jostling. There's no loud drinking from the Shuni. It just kind of goes, everyone is listening and raptured. And then they start to dance kind of spiraling in circles around the spotlights. Um, never in the spotlight itself, but just on the edge, their faces illuminated, but the rest of their bodies kept dark. Um, and they begin, like, singing, uh, like, the about the origin of Desna, how once upon a time she was, uh, like, one of the Elder Gods, a giant moss that lived in the very, out, like, deepest reaches of space before she was able to uh, join with the new gods that were being born and become one of them, bringing with her stories of dreams and moonlight. Uh, so that's going to be a religion check. And uh, that is going to be a 16 plus 20. That is another 36. Uh, so that's another 10 excitement. You're at 87 excitement. And then to top it off, uh, they begin to truly dance. Uh, and it's like a choreographed masterpiece. You've only had these guys for a few days, but like they are already uh, performing like professionals on the streets of Absalom. Damn. Like you guys are like, holy shit, as they like are really throwing in their all. Um, That is going to be a, uh, yeah, a seven plus 20. That's going to be a 27. That's another success. They generated 30 excitement during that. Uh, meaning that you are now at 97 excitement. Uh, and because this was the big number, yeah, because of this big number, uh, those were all doubled. So essentially, they got you the equivalent of 60 excitement in one trick, bringing you up 
to 127 excitements. Oh my god. Yeah, the crowd is literally blown away. When the song ends, there is a literal standing ovation. <laughs> you guys kind of glance at each other like, holy shit? Holy shit? What? And when they come backstage, there's tears in their eyes. And there's tears in the eyes of everyone else too, because holy shit. But when they come back, I think uh, uh, Winfreda uh, comes up to you, Ariadne, and just hugs you. She just gives you oh. a big fucking hug. Okay. She hugs her back. And she just says, thank you. And steals away. Because oh my of the moment God. she picked that in. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was very good. Yeah. That was amazing. That was better than I had thought a first performance would go. Absolutely versed. I assume they would be good. Everybody can do something. But, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I think over your shoulder area too, more things like, you made a good call with this one. I'll give you that. <laughs> Instincts? <laughs> <laughs> you are so very talented. And I think the professor had to take a fucking moment. Uh, before he turns back and he's like, uh, well, everyone, um, for our last performance, and then he is knocked out away. Because someone is pulling the uh, thing from his hand, and it's Serena. Oh. And she's like, She's got a uh, fake uh, ringmaster's outfit on, very clearly made of paper and stuff. <laughs> and she's like, Hey everyone, hope you don't mind. I'm gonna be taking over the ringleading thing right now. I think Pop's here. He's gotta go take his nap. And he's like, And immediately as Serena comes out, that's gonna be a performance check off the bat. Uh, and this is a boasting trick. You're boasting, as <laughs> boasting is a competitive sport back in Kingmaker. Well, it's also yeah. a circus thing. Fair enough. So, that is going to be a boast check, and uh, she's going to uh, be rolling diplomacy here. And that is a 17 plus 14. That is a 31. Uh, the DCs are lowered because of um, the successful build uh, first act which means that's literally a crit success. The crowd thinks this is the funniest fucking thing they've ever seen. So that is going to be, uh, because you've already maxed out your anticipation, that's going to be double your excitement. Meaning that's an extra 14 fucking uh, excitement. Holy shit. Bring you up to 141 uh, excitement. Holy shit. Uh, and she's like, Hello everyone, I'm Serena Telan, and I'm going to be your ringmaster for this final uh, performance. Can we get a big hand for Royari Sansernax and Zaramel? Uh, and as you two kind of come around the curtains, uh, there is performance, but it's, it's a little bit more, not, it's not it's more awkward, but it's a lot less dramatic than normal. Um, so you guys probably aren't walking out with the swagger, it's more of like, oh, here we go, I guess, it's like a game show. And it's like, no, 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 no. If you guys, you guys, any of you, have actually large hands in the audience, please keep them till after the show for medical examination. Thank you very much. That wasn't our popcorn. We can prove it. So uh, she kind of calls out. So I didn't actually read our notes, guys. Uh, Royari and Zarabel, what are you guys going to be doing for your performance with this tent? I'm going to get up on that tightrope. Someone's going to throw shit at me, and I'm going to be wonderful. I think the Dwarven Shores have a few fucking cannonballs and they're like trailing behind you. And she's like, whoa! Okay, I uh, hope your reflex is good. <laughs> Woo. 
Like, what about you, Zarolal? And uh, Zarolal's like, well, actually, I'm glad you asked. And you know what? I like your voice. Yeah, you too. You've got a great voice too. Right? We, we match. Anyway, hopefully people at home are going to be able to differentiate this one. Um, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play some music to accompany what Roy Ari's doing. Uh, and uh, she pulls out her, um, her calliope uh, out of a slide whistle. And it just, it turns into a pipe organ. And the crowd just fucking loses it. So immediately that's going to be a uh, performance check. Uh, that's going to be a 14 plus 12, a uh, 22, which is a success. And that's an extra five anticipation. Uh, bringing you up to 146. And uh, not too shabby. Okay. Hey, Royari, my man. Would you be able to get up there and start the show? Because I think we're all waiting on you. I'm your woman, but all right. <laughs> the crowds, by the way, the fucking stands in the crowd are losing it. They're like, Royari, you're the coolest. God, her ego is getting so much bigger. <laughs> so, Ray, do you get up on the tightrope? Mm-hmm. Okay, up you go, and the Dwarven Shores have their fucking cannonballs. And I think Serena's like, All right, let's, let's intro this in. Roy Ari Sansa next, a famous sword saint. Will she be able to uh, dodge these cannonballs and strike them out of the air? Or are we going to have to get a new sword saint? Don't, don't come cheap as far as I'm aware. I do not. So, Roy they're going to start throwing uh, cannonballs at you. Uh, mm -hmm. Would you like to make me a... I'm going to say this one's an agile trick, right? Yes. So if you do multiple of these in a row, you're going to get extra excitement, which is very okay. nice. Okay. So uh, you can make me an attack roll as they throw up these fucking cannonballs at you. That's a 14 plus 18. Uh, a 32? Yes. Okay, yeah, for sure. That is a success. Uh, Royari, the first slew of cannonballs fly up towards you, thrown by each of the dwarven throwers in turn, and swish, swish, swash! You come out of the air. And that is going to be... Uh, a, well, first off, the crowd fucking loses it. They love that. Well done. Uh, that is going to be uh, nine excitement, bringing you up to uh, 155 excitement. Holy shit. I'm gay. It's three times the max. While all this is happening, um... Zarallel is going to start playing, and as she starts playing, Mist starts to pour out the Calliope. Uh, but instead of, you know, fogging up the crowd and letting an attack happen like she did last time, uh, it's actually forming into a smoky dragon. Uh, and that's going to be an occultism check. Uh, that's going to be a 15 plus her occultism. That's a 23, uh, and that is going to be a success, adding another five excitement. And as this is happening, Serena's like, whoa, okay, that's really something else. That kind of boot camp that was going on over the week really paid off, huh? <laughs> uh, and that's going to be a, another performance check on her parish. Uh, this time she is going to be uh, boasting. That's going to be uh, increasing the excitement from performing the trick by half the trick's level. But if she fails, it's going to actually reduce the excitement. Oh, no, she's fine. That's going to be a 13 plus 14. That's a 27. That's a success. She's going to be adding an extra three excitement or an extra four excitement, bringing you up to three plus seven. Sorry, four plus seven. That's 11. 171 fucking excitement. Royari, they're throwing even more cannonballs at you. Make me another attack roll. Okay. That's an 18 plus 18. So that is... 36? Yeah. Royari, that's a crit success. That's 18 excitement. I think what happens is as they're being thrown, 
you literally skewer the cannonballs one by one mm -hmm. at the edge of your rapier and flip them over your head. And again, the crowd fucking loses it. You hear your stands in the crowd being like, oh my god! It's like mm -hmm. a, a, the high-pitched uh, whining scream of uh, excited teenagers. Um, mm -hmm. 188 excitement. Zyrodal uh, is playing even louder and even harder. Uh, that is going to be another performance check now. Uh, natural 20! Oh boy. The music swells to basically be in time with your movements, Royari. Um, it's really incredible. Uh, mm -hmm. That is going to be an additional 10 excitement. 198 excitement. We love that. Don't cry. Holy shit. I think there are straight up people like fainting again. Like it happened last year, it's happening yeah. again now. They're just completely overwhelmed. Royari, I think it's at this point that something happens. Whether this was planned or it's an accident, that's up to you, our character. But I think the Dwarven Trowers accidentally knock the tightrope off where it is and it starts to fall. And I oh want dear. you to make me an acrobatics check to either land on both feet or jump onto the cannonballs or something cool like that. Okay. This is on you. How does this roll? That's not good. Um, I rolled a three. And I don't like that. I'm gonna use my hero point right now. Okay. Okay, uh, that's a 16 plus 19. Uh, a 35? Uh, yes, a 35. Okay, well, that is gonna be a crit success because the DCs have been lowered. Holy shit, that's another 18 excitement. You're at 226 excitement. Okay, my next question for you is which of the performers are in are on like are in the area? Is it just those two? Okay, so it's uh, there's Serena, there is uh, Zyralal, and there are the Dwarven Trolls. I think Rayari slips a little bit. Okay. But um, I think that you know how uh, your feet are at like an angle. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that he drops so that it's so that. He's like, you know, when like a monkey will um, swing like, around with their hands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think Rayari does that with um, their feet, and then flies towards the dwarven throwers. Oh my god! So wait, you just like kind of swing off of the falling rope with your with your boot? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I think they fucking catch you. But it's more like you land on them because they've got their hands outstretched and you land on their open hands. And they just kind of got you over their head. Hello. And, and the crowd fucking is like chanting your name, Royari. Um, Zarala is going to try bring it in with one more performance check. That's an 18 plus uh, 12. That is a 30, which is a crit success. That's another 10 excitement. Oh my God. And... To wrap it up, as this climactic music is coming in, Serena kind of wipes her brow and is like, Whoa! whoa, whoa. They, <laughs> I, actually I actually don't really know, know what I'm supposed to say, to say about that, guys, guys but, but can we, can we get, get a big hand, hand here? here? I think she's, instead of doing uh, any comedy, she's just trying to get the audience involved with a diplomacy check. And that is going to be a 10 plus her diplomacy. That is a 24. That's a pass. That's another 7 excitement. And fellas... The performance ends with, I'm not even fucking kidding, 241 excitement. That's almost five times our max. Our regular max. 
To say that the crowd goes, like, wild would be an understatement. They go fucking ballistic. The cheers of your audience can certainly be heard throughout Matt and Cleave. Everyone is chanting for, like, chanting your names. Uh, you see, like, people clinking, like, clanking jars of, sorry, clanking mugs of ale together, stuffing their faces with candy, and just cheering like there's no end. And when it finally dies down and you guys are able to take a bow, you realize, holy shit, we are doing this circus stuff better than we could ever have imagined to. <laughs> Ariana goes to Boy and says, we need a bigger tent. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> oh, yes. So to calculate how much, uh, how much payout that was, uh, that's going to be your prestige plus your final anticipation. Hey, in a single performance, you made 72 gold. What's up? Oh, fuck. That's pretty sexy. We're getting that tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That tent is ours. Well, at, by the end of it, everyone starts uh, heading out. Uh, I think some people stick around to stay on the Helter Skelter. Your prestige rises to 13, you use 72 gold, and the Circus of Wayward Wonders is almost certainly extremely famous throughout this, uh, Madden Cleave now. And everywhere else in the Swordlands is almost certainly going to hear about this and start waiting for you to come by. Holy um, is so happy. <laughs> Literally all he wanted in life. Uh, after the show uh, is over, it's kind of like nighttime now. Um, the professor kind of approaches you all, kind of grinning, and he's like, Fellows, uh, mm. that was some, some sweet money earning. Um... That is the most money the Circus of Wayward Wonders has ever made. Ooh, how exciting. Well? Here's your wages. And he gives you all a bag with 52 gold in it each. Each? Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Finally, we are given what we are worth for now. Yeah. Oh. Well, keep it up. You too. I, this is the most lucrative we've ever been. Like, well, we're finally. We have a lot of people working here. All of us are talented, and we had a shit ton of guests tonight. Yeah, um, that's a lot of shooting. They're still kind of hanging around. I th it's fine. Well done, all of them. family. God, they are. I'm really glad. <laughs> He kind of uh, grins a little bit and he says, I'll leave you guys to yourselves now. Um, do, are we staying in Mancleave while you guys go do some adventure stuff or what's the plan? Maybe? Um, for, uh, for at least a few more days, yes. All right. Well, it gives us time to get Helter Skelter some more performance and maybe sell some posters. Mm, exactly. People really like the posters hot makes, especially of Roy Ari. Like, there's a I lot know. of... A lot of people buying those posters. Riari <laughs> body pump. What a wonderful idea for a piece of actual merch. <laughs> well, he's leaving, and you guys have some time together. It's the evening, and I think you are all able to sit down and have some fish, courtesy of the shooting. Love that. Or to be in a successful circus. Isn't it nice? First of all, we're making a bunch of money, and... We never have to worry about Duskler. It's such a dream. Ah, <sighs> all that stress paid off. <laughs> I'm glad. 
Now we don't have to work. I could do this for the rest of my long, 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 long life. How long are you supposed to live, Olio? Too long. That's terrifying. Can't you say you're part elf? Mm, I am. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) I do not mind. Life brings many, many um, pleasures. Such as the circus. Hot dog stands! That is, and that too. That is that is one. I am really glad that this is going well. Mm. I'm glad you did wonderful today. Thank you. I thought I was going to die for a moment there. I thought you were going to die too. That would have been a horrible uh, way to go. I <laughs> hoped you wouldn't die. Well, thank you for having faith in me. Dead? Dead? No, no odd body. Not yet. Oh. We said yet. Don't, don't be sad about that. <laughs> it's all he looks forward to nowadays. Sad in playtime. Terrifying. <laughs> so we still have to find out about the Wellspring Tower, right? Yes, that's we still do. on the list. Yes, yes it is. I suppose. That's okay though. <sighs> It should be... It's close by, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure All right. that we'd be able to go there. Close enough. I guess that's the next thing we're going to be investigating, other than the riddle left by the spite of a man. <laughs> we fucking love it. Well... We love to see it. We just have to worry about that for now, and... Figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> uh, how soon would you want to uh, go check that out? We could do that tomorrow. Well, my schedule's open. Honestly. Not right now, because because it's currently the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, honestly, as soon as possible, so that way we can get to the next town and do the performance again. You're right. And we have a work cut out for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, do you guys uh, want to get some rest and head out and start uh, in the morning, check out Wellspring Tower? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, night comes. Uh, Royari and Volio, you both sleep soundly. Ariato, as always, uh, every moment of sleep is a (laughs) fucking torment. Um, (laughs) It's... I don't know how else to describe it, but Ariato's sleep feels like it itches these days. Great. (laughs) I love it. For someone who used to get so much enjoyment out of sleeping, it, it hasn't been nice. Ariato become nocturnal. Even like even then, sleeping during the day is still. Any sleep you get is distressing. <sighs> Catch a break. You might be able to get coffee. Like that—that's something that exists in this world. Okay, maybe... I'm not gonna have another. Ca- I'm not gonna have my character go through a caffeine addiction like I did when I was in college. <laughs> I was I was in the middle of saying that. I was like, mm, maybe not a good idea, actually. <laughs> I will okay. not have one of my characters experience caffeine addiction like I did. Okay. <laughs> um, but regardless, Ariato, you'd stomach the night. Nothing particularly horrifying happens. All right. But you do, uh, you do wake up in the morning. You know what? It's time to go to uh, Fenry. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. 
Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. What does a barbarian war criminal, an undead cultist, a pyromaniac goblin, a hot topic reject, and a bard whose family is very, very cursed all have in common? Well, that's very simple. They're all our main cast. We are Goblets and Gays, a mostly Pathfinder 2E podcast set in a homebrew world. If Pathfinder isn't your thing, we have all sorts of other awesome games for you to enjoy. Join us every Wednesday for episodes of our main campaign, Blood of Kings, as these chaotic gays attempt to locate some missing royalty. Don't forget to follow us on all social media channels at Goblets and Gays to stay up to date with our amazing projects. And remember to eat your vegetables. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Um, I think you, like, pack up in the morning, uh, and you're getting ready. Do you say your goodbyes to the circus, uh, and promise to be back soon, hopefully. And to the Swartlands you go. Um, so it's about five miles away, um, meaning that it probably takes you all, uh, on the Slurk Wagon. It probably takes you about three hours. Higher time Volio's bothering the Slurks. <laughs> They, they don't like Volio. They're okay with Ariato and they're neutral towards Ari, but they're they don't like Volio. <laughs> um, wow. But uh, after a little bit of traveling, you get to Fenry, and you know what? Mm-hmm. This place is darling. Aww. As you get in, you actually hear music playing uh, from a uh, local, looks like a drink house. Mm-hmm. With fiddles and, like, cheering. It's about midday, so you're like, damn. Okay, boys. Good for you, I suppose. <laughs> but you see, like, there's a little, um... There's a load of uh, fisher pugs who are heading out for the day uh, towards the uh, coast, which is a few miles off. Um, and everyone here seems to be in a pretty good mood. Um, it is home to the large settlements of Shunis in the Swordlands, with a population of close to a hundred of them. Um, and most of them were at your show. Mm. Most of the Shunis, you know, uh, most Shunis in the Swordlands reside in smaller family steedings and kits scattered throughout the region north of the Husna River. Uh, Fern- uh, Fenry itself is renowned for its pipeweed and its hops, both of which are greatly prized in Carrick and beyond. Um, I think as you are uh, making your way out, you see like some of the people look up and they look confused for a bit, but when they realize who you are, uh, holy shit, Stampede. So many hug people rush out to you, uh, cheering and calling your names out, like, really excited to just see you all. Uh, Mrs. Bigmore, uh, the nice lady that you've, uh, become pretty, uh, well acquainted with by now, she kind of, uh, rushes yeah. out, uh, like, you know, dirt on her paws because she was, like, rooting up turnips, and she's like, Well, sure, look, if it isn't yourselves! Hello there! It is us! You've come to Fenry! Welcome! We have! Hello! What's what's brought me here? We're actually here on adventuring business. Ah, sure, look, that's... There's adventure here in Fern, uh, Fenry of all places. 
goodness gracious me, lads. And I think you hear, oh, it's all this now. And uh, someone is kind of pushing true. Um, and it's a person you haven't seen before. Uh, she wasn't at the performance, uh, but she is a uh, Shuni who is clearly of advanced age. Like old? Like yes. She's old, old lady? She's, like, she's got silver fur. She's she's kind of like uh, hunched over. She's got a shawl on um, that, like over her uh, shoulders. It almost looks like a little rug. Um, it's, mm-hmm. That's been crocheted together. Um, and uh, she's got like a walking stick and she kind of waddles up. And she's like, Who are these people now? What are your names? Oh, hello. Who are you? We are the circus. I am Volio. Ah! Sure, you must be the ones who stole away half the populace yesterday. Yes. I very much so apologize for that. I don't. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. Well, look, we've. It's no bother, I suppose, so long as you, uh, everyone had some fun. Uh, but. They did. Uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, I'm Elder Rushaya. Uh, I'm the village elder. I'm in charge of overseeing the grown and harvesting the crops. And mm-hmm. you're the user with the circus. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you must be the ones mm-hmm. who saved uh, Mrs. Bigmore and her boys. Oh, yes, we yes. did. Yes. It is very good to meet you. My name is Royaris and Sarnat. Are you and taking good care of the shuni shovel now? Royaris looks looks at Ariana. Yep. You have it with you? Yes. You take it out, and she's like, Oh, Jesus. Sure, look, look at you now, respecting our culture. Here is me worrying you'd have sold it off or something. Oh, no, it was a gift from your people. I'm not gonna sell it. Yeah, sure, you never know what the people around here... Anyway, lass, uh, so what were your names again? Ariada. Ariari. Volio. And why do you come... Sorry, like, immediately as you're speaking. And why do you come here? Adventuring. What? But we're also adventuring. We're the circus and adventurers. It's a, uh, it's a li- it's a living. Nice Varden. No need to shout now. Oh dear. What? <laughs> My <goodness>. apologies. <laughs> you're here on adventuring business. I hope you're not going to trouble stir up trouble in my town now. Uh, oh, absolutely not. We do not plan on doing anything that will bother you at all. Never gotten in trouble in my life. You got stuck in a bubble with your wife. Exactly. Ah, look, different strokes for different folks, I suppose. I like her. <laughs> uh, Miss Bigborkoff and says, So anyway, as what I'm sure uh, the Elder is trying to say is, what brings you actually to Sh- uh, Fenry? Like, what adventure are you looking to do? Uh, you know the tower? The Wellspring Tower? Yes. Are you actually bringing some tourism? Yes. It's just us, but yes. So look, uh, El... Like, Elder Ushaya, they were saying that they sh- you should put up a sign. Put up a sign! Ah, no. Too advanced for us. Too- we're not doing any uh, modern stuff. Signs are too modern? Ah, yeah. Fair enough. Well, we are here to visit the... the, 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 the well, well... The Wellspring Tower! The Wellspring Tower, Sure, yes, why would you want to do that? fun. Why would you want to do that? Miserable down there. All the plants are dying now. That is precisely why. The river's all dried up, too. Investigation. What? We are checking all of the towers in Investigation. the Investigation. There's an infestation. Yes. Mm-hmm. In- Investigation. Yes. Sure, I hope you're good at killing bugs, then. Uh, yes, we are. Yes. If you, 
If you're here as pest control, then sure, I can let you through. But we're not putting up any signs. If I find there's any signs, I'll have my boys take it down. Alright, alright. No one will be putting up any signs. Right. Well, on your way, then. Uh, and I think Mrs. Bigmore's like, if you just go on past the town, um, there's a little, uh, there's a little path. You'll take it to the south for a little while, through the woods, uh, and you'll see it. It's fairly hard to miss. Big glowing sun over it. Um, you'll probably notice when the plants start to get a little sick. I'm not sure what's happened. There might be a monster that's making stuff worse there, but I'm sure you'll figure it out. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, she nods and says, good luck on your travels. And when you're back, we'll have a nice bowl of uh, hop soup for you. And some pipe weed if you're looking for it. Oh, yes. Mm. Donor Royari? Yum. <laughs> when they're out of earshot of the other shuni, Royari's like, how the fuck is a sign too advanced? It's a piece of, it's a piece of wood and writing on it. Some people can't leave, you know. It's not advanced! Like, it's not a bunch of technology! You slowly realize that you've never actually seen any of them reading. Was I actually right? I was making a fucking joke. It's entirely possible you're right. Priori pauses. And they're they're still in the town right now, right? Uh, you're about on the edge of town. They look back at the buildings in the town to see if there's any writing anywhere. There don't seem to be any signs, no. Oh, Leo, I think they might be illiterate. Oh, wonderful. Well, anyway. <laughs> so you keep moving for a while because, yeah. I think you very quickly start to notice something as you're making your way through. You, you eventually see the tower. The glow of the small sphere orbiting the top of the Wellspring Tower is visible from miles away. But even at that distance, it is obvious that something is wrong. The glow is unsteady dimming to a dull brown every few seconds. The tower itself is an opposing structure, sure. It's a mud-brick-stepped pyramid with four tiers and steep sides, and is clearly many thousands of years old. Two platforms protrude from its base and have ladders leaning against them from the ground. From the northern platform climbs a series of narrow steps all the way to a terrace balcony just below the first tier, some 150 up, where a great cavernous doorway enters into the tower's interior. The entire tower appears to be covered in a network of fine cracks. But after you look at them for a second, um, I think you all realize that those aren't cracks. They're dead, brittle vines. Mm. Interesting. They must have covered nearly the entire structure in a carpet of greenery uh, until recently. And just like the dead creepers uh, that cover the town's surface, the land around it for miles is... Likewise lifeless. You see that there's like a dry water course that extends from the base of the tower where once there must have been a babbling stream. This is bad. The flickering Aeon's stone is one thing. Like the the other one wasn't flickering. Like it was still yeah. glowing steadily. This one is like like a faulty light bulb. Mm -hmm. And the land around it is just sap the vitality like this was nothing like what was happening back in um happening back in uh Aberton. and those wooden platforms sticking out of the side of the tower are concerning yeah what do you guys do what a dump 
A little bit. Loads of bits. This is an eyesore. Yeah. This is, uh, good. That's, it is less than good. Um. Fails the inside can't be any verse. Maybe. Please do not say that. Regardless. <laughs> there has to be a reason for this. Mm-hmm. Well, would you like to find out? Let's find out. Might as well. You kind of like uh, start making your way towards it. Um, and fellas, I want you all to make me a flat check. Just roll me a d20. Okay. okay. Nervous. It's a 19. Wow. Wow. I know. Rolled an 8. Not 20. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Way to one up me. <laughs> Listen, the Karen crowd guys like me. <laughs> Literally one up you. Um, <laughs> I know. I think so bad. on a natural <laughs> Ariato, you notice it just before Royari steps in it. Mine. Landmine. 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 She fucking grabs Royari by the wrist. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Landmine. And what? Oh dear, thank you for saving my beautiful, beautiful life. That is a landmine. As you kind of glance around, Ariato, I think you... And Volio, you probably too do as well real fast. Realize that there's a mm-hmm. fucking ring of landmines buried in this dying ground for about a hundred feet around. What the fuck? Who needs explosives here? <laughs> I don't think the Shunis put this here, did they? Well, no, I don't think that they would, but you know yeah. who would? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want these guys. I want any Zulgath that are trying to do their dumb ass business here to get out. These Shunis literally are doing nothing wrong and they do not deserve to have such assholes near them. Do you guys want to make a perception check? Mm. Yes. Sure. Fifteen. A regular twenty. Twenty-seven. Okay, Ariato, you see them. Okay. Uh, you kind of see on the platforms, they're staring at you. There's two camps of Zulgat. Oh. <laughs> uh. And they're kind of like peeking out from behind little barricades and looking at you and snickering like they think you haven't found the landmines yet. <laughs> hey, 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 guys. There's, yeah. there's a camp of them over there. They're looking at us, and they think we haven't seen the lines yet. How do we want to trick them? Hmm. What if we set them all off at once and ran away? <laughs> Wouldn't that do damage to the area? Is it a sacrifice I'm willing oh to make? <laughs> Eco-terrorism! Oh, dear. I, <laughs> I body, <Yes>. hey. <laughs> His vocabulary is growing. Oh, Where the hell did he learn that word? I know all words. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well. I like the idea of setting them all off, although I really hate the idea of eco-terrorism. Stop that. It's not eco-terrorism if you don't think it is. Okay. Is that how that works? I, yes. <laughs> it's all in your brain. Okay. The thing is that, the, from what you can tell, 
Ariato with, with plants. The way that this is set up is that it's like a, a ring of bombs that's like surrounding the tower. Uh, you're able to get through them now. It was definitely like a defense measure. But now that you, they, but now you know that you're there, you can kind of avoid them. They're just little lumps on the ground. Just walk Ooh, yes. through it. Uh, however, the tower itself is then another hundred feet beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, these two Zulgat, like there's two camps of Zulgat, not just one. One of them is closer to the ground on one wooden platform, and the other one is higher up. Mm-hmm. And I think you see one of the ones on the higher up one blowing a raspberry at the bottom one. You're trying to figure out what the fuck. Um, but the girls are fighting. God, the girls are fighting. And like I said, there is a dried up uh, river stream thing uh, in the middle of it, mm-hmm. like coming mm. from the feet of the tower itself and leading out through the minefield. We could check them by them thinking that they got us, but we can just go through the dried up river. Oh, we could. We could do that. Oh, that's very clever. She has two points in wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's higher than everyone else's. I actually think that's the highest in the group. (laughs) Low wins. Average whiz. Zero whiz. Ariari's wisdom is, in fact, is, is ten. They have ze- plus zero wisdom. <laughs> Ariato literally has the highest wisdom in the group. I'm gonna cry. Um, <laughs> That's ah! so fucking funny. <laughs> Either way, uh, so how do you plan doing that? Do you want to trigger a bomb and then use the dust cloud, like jump into the river? Yeah. What if you just like threw a hefty rock <laughs> at the thing? And then you, in I the dust, and then in the dust, you could just sprint for for the for the dried up river basin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, that or Ariado could admonishing Ray and then just like tap one of the bombs because <laughs> she doesn't have. Technically, you don't even have to set fun off. I could just do a stinking cloud, and that's big enough. Oh yeah. Okay. But I do like the idea of blowing something up, so I'm going to say no to that. Okay. <laughs> Whatever makes all of you happy. Our body kind of slithers up Volio's arm, and he's like, Rested digitation? Rested digitation? No spell slots. What? Oh, you heard him. I have no spells. No! No spell slots it used. Like, you yeah, I'm pretty sure they're saying that you can, you can just do it. Prestidigitation! Fuck it, yes. Let's go. Okay. So, when uh, when you cast Prestidigitation in Volio, which you can do when you're not enraged, this mm-hmm. won't use one of any of your spell slots, which is great, uh, that would trigger one of the bombs. And then I want all of you to roll me a stealth check to jump into the river basin. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Okay. So... Uh, Volio, how, how do you do this? Uh, Volio holds out, like, a hand. Like, mm-hmm. you know how you position your hand where you're gonna flip a coin? Mm-hmm. Uh, he does that, and he, he, like, he flips his thumb up, and, like, from nothing, there's suddenly, like, just something shiny that kind of, uh, arcs towards one of the bombs. Okay. And just, like, lands right on it. Okay. It's just, like, a vague um, magic circle that he tosses. Okay. And of course, instantly, 
the fucking bomb explodes, like, super loud. And the dried earth creates a huge dust cloud. You are out of reach, but it's blocking the line of sight between you and the Zulgast. Everyone, make a stealth check to jump like fuck into that fucking river. I rolled a 13 plus 15, so... Okay. It's 19 plus 11, that's 32. Or that's... Th oh, wait, hold on. That's... That's 30. Okay. Fuck yeah. 26. You are all so fucking lucky. Yes, you pass the DCs. Every single one you pass the Like, the perception DCs of these little guys. And... <laughs> you hear off in the distance once you've jumped into the river basin... Um... And you see the lower camp are throwing like spears into the air, and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they're in the basin, and Volu's like smiling so hard. He's like, <laughs> suckers. <laughs> if only they knew. Um, <laughs> they'll know eventually. Then, like you see the higher camp, they're like, ah, ha, ha. and then one of them from the higher camp throws a fucking rock at the lower camp, and it hits one of the lower Zuka in the head, and it, like lets out a loud hiss that you can hear even from where you are. And they're just throwing shit at each other. The girls are fighting again. So, uh, yeah, you're in a dry spring now. Cool. Um, and you're cool. crawling along. Um, so as you crawl for about 100 feet through this dried up river, you eventually come to the source of the dried up river. A cavity in the Aeon Tower that seems to lead into a much, much thinner uh, and much more cramped area. You don't think you'll be able to climb into it, but a hole at the very bottom of the Aeon Tower seems to be where this river originated. The tower itself is uh, tall, very tall. Um, there is a huge hole in the side of the wall that has clearly been like that's not part of the original design. It's very clearly been bashed in. Um, and along the sides of it is this winding wooden staircase that has clearly been set up by the Zulgat. Um, about 10 feet off the floor, with a ladder going up, is the platform where uh, some of the Zulgat, with spears and swords, seem to be kind of hiding. Then approximately 60 feet up, higher up on this wooden staircase and then jutting out is the second base where those other Zulgat who were trying rocks earlier are hiding at. Um, so basically, you've got kind of three points. The starting point where the Zulgat uh, with swords and spears are uh, at the very bottom, uh, 10 feet off the ground. And then uh, the one with the uh, other Zulgat who were throwing rocks earlier, about 60 feet up, and then I'd say about another 60 feet away from them, there's a huge entry into the Aeon Tower itself. Cool. And as you go, they still haven't fucking noticed you. <laughs> They're having a great time fucking around with each other. Um... As you get closer, you can see now the two camps better. There are about four of each. Uh, no, there's about six on the lower one. Um, these, The one on the lower one uh, all have, like, more weaponry than you've seen any of the Zulga have before. Um, Interesting. They look pretty tough. But the higher ones, you can see they're uh, hooded and have a shit ton 
of alchemical items around their back and belt. Hmm. Oh, and fun. They're bombers. Oh, Ooh, fun. Oh, very fun. So as you're crawling towards the thing, you're starting to get to the point where they're probably going to notice you soon unless you do something else. What are you going to do? You're at the bottom of this dry, dry uh, stream, and they're still distracted by each other, blowing raspberries and throwing shit at each other. They think you got blowed up. What do you do? Hmm. Sorry, what do the others just like? Is there a way that we can continue to sneak in? Or will we be unable to avoid a fight here? Mm, I mean, I have a cloud, but it will be stinky. I... <laughs> Hold your breath. <laughs> My life is hell. <laughs> uh, are the ones at the top still throwing stuff? Uh, at each other, yes. So they're okay. like distracted by each other. Oh, one hundred. We would have to like roll stealth again to get past them again. Uh, I'm not sure if you'll have the necessary cover to get past. Because it looks like the way up is past these platforms. Like, there is a single door into the tower, and it's like 150 feet in a huge hole that's been blown through it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since they're, like, uh, the bomber guys, I'm, I'm thinking that if one of them throws something, it wouldn't be super weird if a cloud was created from it. Maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Voli was like, All right, hold your place. Okay. He's gonna cast Stinky Club. So I think uh, we're going to have to enter initiative. That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be aware of you yet if you all roll stealth. Yeah, okay. So everyone, uh, roll me stealth again for your initiative. And let's see how this goes. That's 20. I rolled an 18 plus 15, so... 18 plus 15, 23. 33. Ariadna, what did you get? I rolled a... 23. Okay. Top of the order is going to be Royari. Uh, Royari, these guys are... You haven't entered combat with them necessarily yet. Uh, they don't realize that you're there uh, because you are, uh, you're avoiding notice. And they're currently just throwing shit at each other and making a ruckus. What do you do? Okay, Royari is... Well, I want... I mean, Royari just wants to stay hidden and... Because I'm. You don't have to do anything. Can't. You can stay hidden. If yeah. The, uh, they can't do anything until um, Bolio does something. So Ryari's just going to. Um, why did I roll? No, I should have. I, I actually had to roll this time. Um, Ryari's just going to. I mean, I guess prepare to assist if needed. Okay. Uh, do you want to use your um, your uh, one for all to help Volio uh, out? Okay, so uh, you get ready to aid Volio with your good, good words. I remember, uh, Royer, you have a ancestry feat, which really helps with that. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the skirmishers, uh, these guys with the swords and bows, like the swords and arrows and stuff. And they're, they haven't noticed you. Um, they're just like, again, throwing shit at the ones up above and being stupid assholes. Uh, so they're not going to do anything on their turn. They're just being asked. They're huge jerks. Um, Ariato, it is your turn. What do you do? Do you do anything? 
Um, I think she's just gonna prepare to assist Volio in anything that he needs. Okay, so you're gonna wait and see? Yep. Okay. Uh, the bombers are also destroying shit. You hear them like... Anyone who understands Undercommon just hears them. They're basically just goading each other. So, Volio, it's your turn. You have three actions. It's time to go through the fucking perfume department. Okay, uh, so I assume oh, you're going to rage so you can start spellcasting. Yes. Okay. And Volio gets mad really quietly. You just bite your lip and uh, choke down a fucking giggle. Uh, yeah. And uh, you cast Thinking Cloud on which platform? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to say, like, right here. The area where the, like, basin, like, ends and where the uh, ladder to that place is. Okay. So you're going to try block them off? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Volio, uh, and it is a 20-foot diameter? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Volio, you... Bite your lip, mutter some incantations, and then suddenly, boosh! A huge cloud of stinking gas erupts from uh, nowhere, and the zo- it catches a few of the Zulgat uh, skirmishers, and they go, as they stumble back. Um, usually fully acquainted to uh, terrible smells, but out of nowhere, what is going on? Uh, you hear some accusations being thrown. Um... Volio, you can understand what's going on because you speak under common. Uh, you hear, You fucking bastards, you trash bombing us! And then you hear one, What? No, we didn't! Fuck you! You did that! Um, <laughs> and they are completely and utterly unaware of what is going on. Um, so you now have cover. Uh, Royari, it is Sexy. your turn. Uh, Volio has created a stink cloud which is uh, currently catching some of the Zul Gap, but also catching the ladder that you know that you can uh, run up to get to the next floor. So, uh, Royer, you didn't get to use um, uh, one for all because Volio didn't need to roll anything last turn, but uh, I'll let you roll Diplomacy anyway, just to see if you told him he did a good job and got the match. Thank you. Uh, That is a fucking... 26. A 26? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's... that. You beat the DC. Royari, you tell Volio he's a great guy, and Volio smiles a little bit as he's fucking stinking up the place. Oh, uh, you got panache. <laughs> okay, what do we need to do right so now? So basically... Because... Go up the ladder. Yeah, basically the way it is, is that uh, the only way into the tower is up a huge, like... It's basically like, up, up, yeah, up and it's past all these guys. Um, and then once you get up these ladders, there's a stair, there's a door inside. And my move speed is 40, right? Yes. This would be three actions. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to run 100 feet, literally up the ladder, and then up the, the stairs here. Well, you have extra speed because of your panache, right? Well, how many feet? How many extra? How much extra speed do I have okay. than other than 40? Uh, so with vivacious speed, um, you could basically move uh, every turn at uh, forty-five feet. Okay, so I could hypothetically do that. Well, you could do one hundred and thirty-five feet. You could basically really quickly rush up the whole thing, basically. 
You have still have 25 feet to go, but you'd be at the very top. Fucking Sonic over like, here. <laughs> Rari's like, oh, are you going to hang on all the way up there? Oh! Go ahead. <laughs> Opening's there. All right. Okay. So are you going to do this stealthily, or are you going to just rush up and grab their attention? I think they're going to try and do it stealthily, but they do run very fast. There is a comical, um, like, cloud that looks like that looks like the image, like the silhouette of Rayari when they run away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I need you to make me a stealth check as you run to see if any of these guys see you darting through your cover. Because right now, no one's looking at the ladders that's leading up the wall. That's a 17 plus 15. Um, so... 32. Okay, 32. Yeah, Royari, I think straight up, you uh, burst past and you rush up and you're basically as you run up the ramps climb up ladders and stuff and just speed up in a single uh, in a single six seconds you have basically climbed the entire tower uh, as you fucking anime run up that up the kind of like rickety wooden lines that they've uh, made to scale this thing and you are up holy shit and none of them fucking see you do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's the skirmisher's turn now. Uh, so, Volu, how does Stinking Cloud work? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked. Stinking Cloud. I open it. Uh, the cloud functions as an obscuring oh, whatever. Here. As obscuring um, mist, yeah. Which means that everyone the, inside isn't sealed. I need a fortitude save from people who are in it. Okay, so that's going to be these skirmishers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an 18. Not great. Fuck no. Fuck no, that is not safe. Okay, so what happens? The creature sickened one and slowed one while in the club. Okay, uh, so two of them who were caught within its radius start gagging and stumbling back and shouting all sorts of undercommon swears up with the Zulgas. We're up on the top platform. Royari is very stealthily behind. Like, their platform is, uh, like, 20 feet below where Royari is standing right now on the ladders up. Like, it's kind of like a wooden stairway that they've built, and Royari is standing right behind them. But right now, those two are locked and screaming at each other. Um, and I think that the skirmisher, uh, two of the ones at the back, starts screaming so much that one of them pulls out a javelin, uh, climbs up the ladder, uh, and... Well, actually, I don't think he climbs up the ladder. I think he takes a look at that cloud covering the ladder is like, okay, no. <laughs> um, but he is certainly going to uh, try throw a javelin at them. Um, and is he going to be able to get it? Oh, shit! Yes, he can! He can hit him with a javelin! Oh, my God, he has the range! Ooh. 60 feet! Let's fucking go! He has the range. Uh, that is an 8 plus 16. Uh, that is going to be 24 uh, to hit against these bombers. That's going to be a hit. Holy shit. Um, it looks like they're starting an actual fight now with each other. Um, so that's happening. He takes uh, 8 damage. The others in the back are moving into formation, snarling and shouting. Uh, the ones who are in the cloud are now moving outside the cloud. Um, one thing that is uh, important to note is that they are uh, 
kind of moving to be in a way where they can see the other bombers, so they might be able to see you better. So the DC on your stealth checks is going to raise. Oh, good. Unless you have another way of getting past them. Uh, mm. <laughs> so, Ariado, it is your turn. Something I will let you know is that you can create a diversion. Uh, create a diversion is a deception check, and if it works, you will get extra bonuses to your uh, sneak to get past. Does want to get past? So, uh, mm, mm. this is the one time where I kind of regret my character design uh, options or my char- my character design because Ariado is almost fully red. <laughs> Let's see. Versus the green clouds, and yeah. also the, the the pale background. You will stand out if you're not careful, I guess. Uh huh. Then again, you don't know how well Zulgatsi color, so maybe that's fine. It's true, it's true. We'll use the same uh, color value as this entire background. Uh, Pale yellows. If worse comes to worse, you can stealth, like, risk it for a biscuit and stealth through the cloud and run up. That is the... If nothing else, if I'll, if nothing else works, that is something you can do. Okay, she has rope, but she doesn't have, like, a fucking grapple or something. Um, uh, Volio also does have a grappling hook. You can just, like, take that from Alright. She looks at Volio and says, Hey, can I borrow your grappling hook? Oh, but of course. Here it is on my belt. Very conveniently. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, she ties it to her 50 feet of rope and scales the top of this while trying her best not to be seen. Okay, so are you going to jump for the uh, wooden uh, stairs that Royari is standing at? Or the lower platform where the sneaking cloud is kind of like obscuring the ladder up? Because uh... both are kind of uh, outside the skirmishers. Uh, the bombers might see you, but the bombers are also pretty firmly locked into what they're doing right now. She's going to risk it and go for the wooden stairs. Okay, cool. Uh, Mel- make a stealth check to get up there first. Okay. Pray, pray. Okay, 25. <laughs> Let's see. That is the DC you had to beat. You were ah. so obscenely lucky. <laughs> oh my god. Ariato, you sneak through the little basin and you're now beneath the uh, stairs with the grapple hook in your hand. Uh, you have one action left. Uh, are you going to throw it up and try uh, scamper on up? Oh, you won't be able to scamper yet, but you'll be able to throw it up. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so this won't be too difficult, but you'll need to make, like, this won't be a high DC uh, because the stairs have so much you can uh, hook into. Uh, it's mm. not very cleanly made. Um, you're okay. going to need to make me, uh, I'm going to say a ranged attack. Uh, I'll roll a nine. Okay. Uh, that'll be a nine uh, plus your mm-hmm. trained thing. That would be a nine. Okay, so that'll be like a 25 total. So you're good. You swing that up there. Um, Ariato, it's firmly in, and on your next turn, you'll be able to start climbing. Um, 
The bombers didn't notice you, which is great. Uh, they are currently locked into uh, retaliating against the skirmishers who attacked them. Uh, so they are repositioning, uh, and they are getting out bombs, and I think they're going to throw a flurry of bombs at the skirmishers. Um, Ariadne, you have a flash of uh, insight from your vision lore saying, this is pretty common. This is the reason that uh, troglodytes do not ever team up. They love to infight to prove themselves uh, like, you know, the dominant uh, clan. Um, oftentimes this can lead to the entire deaths of clans over literally nothing. So it was really weird for them to start teaming up in the first place. Then you're like, how did I know that? I've never studied the Zulgas. Fuck this. Um, <laughs> I think Ariana just blinks and goes, oh, these guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> yes, literally. They are They are very fucking stupid. Um, they're all going to bomb each other. Uh, that's going to be several... Oh my god, those are such... So those are several... Those were all hits. They all threw bombs at the guys down there. Uh, which means that... <laughs> 9 plus 13 plus 8. Yeah. The ones down there take a slur- like a flurry of damage. Um, holy shit. Wow. When you leave, they might straight up kill each other. What happened to the original plot of the movie? <laughs> Volio, it's your turn. Ariato, uh, darling that she is, has uh, managed to grab up, uh, like, grapple up on the side of the thing. You'll be able to sneak past and climb up with her if you need. Um, okay. So, if I go this way, will they see me? Uh, no, they won't. Uh, unless you make a stealth check, but, like, they will have their backs to you. Okay, cool, then. Um, Wole wants to go, uh, past the platform that the, um, bombers are standing on, like, behind okay. it. So you're, instead like of going with Ariato, you are slipping, um, around the back. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, well, make me a stealth check as you're running. That's a not fucking 20. <laughs> yeah, they fucking don't. You don't even have to move a half speed. You just fucking sprint. They're so locked onto the others that you just get around the back easily. <laughs> uh, okay. You got two actions left. Um, the, the climb here to the wooden stairs is quite a lot higher because it's, you know, going up at an angle here. Um, I don't have two actions left. What do you mean? Uh, my run speed is 30. Oh, so you spent the entire time running. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, Royari, it's your turn. You see Volio down there, and you see Ariato down a little bit lower. Um, Ariato's the one who's more likely to be seen by these guys, just because of her positioning in the kind of crater between the two platforms. But Volio has to climb higher. Uh, who do you want to help? No one's seeing you, because you are hiding real good. Help Ariato. Um, Please. I'm going to help out. I'm going to help out Ariato, because... In a dangerous spot. Okay. She has red um. hair. His <laughs> fire truck, red, really curly hair. She is very saturated against a very desaturated background. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, Rayaria is just going to use like an action to prepare that, and they don't really got much else okay, to do. Okay, so you're going to aid her Rayari as well. Stands there. Uh, yeah, Rayari's going to aid um, Ariado and look pretty. Okay, so you'll be rolling diplomacy on Ariado's turn to help her climb, and uh, because you have the uh, human ancestry feat, um, cooperative soul. Uh, because you have cooperative soul, a human ancestry feat, 
uh, you will be really good at aiding her. Uh, I will say, you're not actually helping her climb. You're just looking over the edge and giving her a thumbs up, and that makes Ariana feel good about herself. <laughs> um, you're going to need to make me another stealth check, though. Me? Yes, because you did move, and you are within their line of sight now. If they look in the wrong direction, they will see. Um, stealth. 17 plus 15. Again, 32. Yep, no one sees you. Uh, the Zulgat skirmishers are throwing more uh, javelins. Um, I think they're kind of like waiting for this cloud to disperse so they can climb up and literally go kill these bombers. Oh um, my god. You're going to want to get out of there before then. Um, looking at their roll results, I think only two of them actually hit. Uh, and I think they might be running low on javelins. <laughs> Ariado, it is your turn. You're going to need to make me an athletics check, but Royari first make me a diplomacy check to encourage her. If this works, uh, if you get a regular success on this uh, aid check, uh, it will be a critical success because of cooperative soul. Uh, okay, that is a nine plus 19, so 28. Okay, a 28, yep, that's gonna work. Ariato, uh, you are going to get a plus three on this check and that's gonna be an athletics check to climb. It won't be super high DC, but yeah. So then that will be a plus 13 in total. 27. Yeah, Ariato, you fucking zoop up there. Make me a stealth check to see if you do it without being noticed. Fuck, the stakes are high. Come on, lads. It's plus 11. Uh, 27 again. Ariato, you're up. No one has seen you. Uh, you stand <laughs> beside Royari, the two of you on these stairs up, and these guys are still fighting each other. She fucking, she puts her back to the wall and just screams into her hand. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, okay. I hate that, I hate that. How do you, how are you so good at stuff? I hated that, that was worse, that was the worst. Um, it's the bomber's turns, they still haven't seen you. <laughs> they still haven't seen you. Uh, they're throwing more bombs uh, down at the other guys. One of them goes and picks up a fucking great pick to crush into their skulls if they come up here. Bruh. Um, <laughs> and you see another one literally sicking up into a fucking, uh, like, test tube, making fucking bile bombs. Um, so the ones who aren't are just going to throw more fucking alchemists. Oh my god, that's a crit. Oh my god, one of the guys strip dies in the back. Oh they my god! Caused. Well, they can worry about that. They fucking gang warfare. War. <laughs> you guys just crawled in. We're like, we're gonna fucking cause a, a schism. That's uh, crazy. Well, that technically wasn't the plan. It wasn't. It was just <laughs> conveniently what fucking it was happened. A wonderful side effect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bolio, it's your turn. Uh, you're down here. You got three actions. Um, you are on the backside of the other, uh, like, closer to the corner of the Aeon Tower, rather than the center. Um, the ladder here, like, the stairs are way, way, way above. Um, I'd say they're about 120 feet up. What do you do? I fly up. You what? I fly up. Yeah? So... Uh, yeah, Volio, uh, sprouts <laughs> rainbow wings from his back, and he flies up. When did he get the gay rights wings? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. 
I was like, why are you going towards the edge? What is going on? <laughs> Volio, a few levels ago, you got an ancestry feat and you said you weren't going to tell anyone. Uh, that feat was Angel's Wings. Uh, celestial Wings. Celestial Wings, yeah. Uh, and because you are the descendant of Azatas, the wings are fully rainbow colored. Um, oh you look God. like a bad deviant heart of sea. <laughs> With two actions, you sprout them and start flying, and with your last action, you just fucking get up there. Um, Volio, I need you to make me a stealth check, but it's not going to be a very high DC. This is what he looks like. Yeah. That does oh look Oh my sick. god. You should draw him. You could draw him, I should. Uh, oh fuck. Uh, that's a 7, or 7 plus 11. That's 18. Okay. So... I have a hero point. Yeah, you, you don't want to use the hero points? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I kind of asked for it with the fucking rainbow wings. Yeah, but do you want to use a hero point just in fucking case? Yeah, 14 plus 11, that's 25. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I think for just a second, Volio, you see one of them turning to look over its shoulder like it hears you, and it looks for a moment it's gonna see you, but then it gets fucking hit in the chest with a fucking uh, knife, and it roars and turns back to the others, and you guys are on the stairs up into that big fucking hole in the tower wall. Damn, that's crazy. And you are past. And I... Well... Do you all reconvene and rush upstairs and get into that fucking tower, like, hole? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In you he still has these for like ten minutes. Yeah, you got these fucking wings out. By the way, when did you get those? Uh, you know. No. Were you meaning to tell us that you got gay rights wings? When did I not have them? I thought you knew. I thought we were friends. You have literally never shown us them, my dear. What are you talking about? I don't know. All right. This has always been a staple of my looks. I don't know about that, but all right. Well, you're inside now. Um, mm -hmm. You're in the entry hall. The interior of the tower is dark. A wide corridor extends back 45 feet with a vaulted ceiling 20 feet overhead. A smaller side passage extends to the south. An alcove at the back of the corridor holds a crudely rendered statue. The floor before it bears a scattering of broken rubble and the bones of what appears to have been a freshly killed deer. Mm. Fuck that. Well, here we are. It's a really fucking ugly statue, I will say. Uh. Well, I... Well, well free for the pickings. Then he goes towards the bones. Ariana right. uses oh. Reed Aura. Uh, yeah, the statue's super fucking trapped. Ah, uh, get away from it, get away from it. who has been following, okay. Volia goes, Okay, my dear, get you and your gay-ass wings out of that area. Uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, the statue has... The statue's trapped. Uh, Ariadne, do you want to make me shit. a religion check on the fucking statue? Oh, yeah, she's very good at that. Uh, 25. Okay, so Ariato, uh, you can tell that uh, this was a statue of Aridon. Oh. Uh, but then the oh. Zulgat evidently got their hands on it. 
and oh. they tried uh-huh. make it look like Zevgabizab. Uh-huh. <laughs> which, yeah, is fair. which is difficult, considering Aradin was a human and Zevgabizab is a tentacle horror dinosaur crocodile squid man. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that you can really do that very easily. Um, they certainly. I, ap- I applaud them for trying, though. They, they tried, uh, and they did also uh, enchant it with a rune of flesh consumption. Oh, so isn't that just cute? If you had come any closer, Volio, it would have launched and tried to just fucking s- <laughs> the meat off your bones. Hmm. Irresistible. No being bored. <laughs> forgot about that. Okay. For you forgot about vor? <laughs> no, I forgot about volume and vor. Oh my god. Um. At the same Rayari's time. Like, There's a corridor. At the same Get time. Wait. Rayari, make me a perception. One moment. Let me. Nineteen plus thirteen. Yeah, Royari, there's so much fucking treasure in those fucking bones. There's a lot of treasure in there. You can see gems. A lot of gems. What if we detrapped mm-hmm. it? What if we detrapped it? That would be interesting. We can try. Royari does. Royari does the like little like the 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 the, the I've. They're batting their eyelashes. And he's like, Oh, how could I say no? I mean, we can try. You want to make me a Tivri check? Yeah, let me try. Um, That's in 23. Okay, so you don't trigger it, but you also okay. don't touch it. You're, you're like, you're kind of yeah. like... You're kind of like with your rapier trying to push it over, push a statue over. It's just out of reach, and you mm-hmm. don't want to lose your rapier, um, so you don't do it. Harry's like, mm. oh, give me a sec. And can I try like again? Sure. Or is this like a rolls a fucking seven and plus fifteen, so it's just one less than the roll I got before. Still no. What's happening is Royari is trying to like eh, 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 and Volio <laughs> and Ariadne are watching, waiting for him to knock it over. Well, it's not like I can do anything to fucking help. Mine's a zero. Yeah, my favorite uh, check is kind of bad. Uh, I'm not trained in it though, so I have a boost. But perhaps we should come back later. Fine. Avery is three plus nine, twelve. Do you want to try Ariata? Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's see how this okay, are you sure? Let's see how this... What's the worst that could happen? Plus 12. 29. Oh my god, Ariadne does it! What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, Ariadne fucking skips up and fucking punches it in the face and it falls over before it can eat her meat and it crashes onto the floor and. How the fuck did you manage that, dear? You did it. I, I don't know. I I just punched it. I, I didn't think that would work. I'll be Sheer really honest here. Yes. That's how. Um, <laughs> that was really ballsy. You could have gotten very hurt. Oh, I know. Uh, but she didn't. So exactly. there are God. 
There are five aquamarines, uh, which Royari, <laughs> you estimate, probably cost 80 gold each. And there's a fucking diamond. I love that. Like from Minecraft. Like from Bro, Minecraft. like from Minecraft? And this thing looks like it's worth about 500 gold. Holy shit. And also, Volio, what you see is there's a little steel flask. Grabs it. And inside, you open Sniffs it, you it. sniff it. Make me an arcana check. Okay. 28. Volio, that's a potion of flying. <laughs> this is useless to me. What is it? It's a potion of flying. Yeah, well, it's not completely useless. It would be important. Well, I should for just one dump it out right now. Not hey, there are two people who cannot not. fly here. Hand it over. Guys, <laughs> I live my life being a goddamn human and this, this clown <laughs> keeps flexing his wings on me. Uh, you guys, uh, by, so from all of this, uh, one of you gets a fucking potion of flying. And uh, you all get approximately 300 gold worth of uh, gemstones. Fucking Christ. Uh, so you can add that to your sheet already if you like. 300? Mm-hmm. Fucked up. Each? Yes. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, do you want to keep moving? Mm-hmm. Yep. I hate that my first thought about the prices of the fucking gems were like, oh my god, just like Breath of the Wild. Shut the <laughs> diamond is 500. Uh, you guys keep moving. Uh, past here, there's a little uh, door, like corridor that leads to the south. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's a very steep uh, stairway that uh, follows um, with a 20 foot vaulted ceiling. Like the ancient masonry is worn and uh, like it's it's old. This place is, like, millennia old. Mm-hmm. And unlike the last place, there's not a single trace of plant life. Mm. And it, really different from the last one. You kind of yeah. continue making your way out. And uh, mm. as you do, you uh, keep moving, and ultimately you get to the next place. And it's a pretty big chamber, honestly. Uh, the central chamber is bare of furnishings, though the floor bears many cracks and bits of broken mud. The corbelled arch of the ceiling rises to a height of 20 feet, and a 5 foot wide opening uh, pierces the apex just south of its center. In addition to the rubble, the floor is scattered with other bits of debris, ranging from shards of wood and glass to strange bits of metal and pools of foul-smelling substances. It looks like that shaft has been bored through, straight up through the interior of the tower for 45 feet. Um, oh my god. And it appears that there's a winch and pulley system. Like, it mm-hmm. looks like th- this was put there to get stuff up to the top of the tower. Because there aren't any further stairs that go to the top. This is straight up a hole through the ceiling, which isn't very thick. But it seems to be transporting stuff to the top. So you're kind of sat there like, how the fuck did someone get up there? What's on the other side? What's going on? It's like someone straight up like, I hate to make another Minecraft show, but it looks like someone straight up just <laughs> broke a hole, like like mine straight up, you know? Like it is a perfectly cuboid, uh, a perfectly cuboid um, tunnel, which is about like five feet by five feet. 
and it seems to have been made for transporting stuff up. Hmm. But there aren't any rooms up there. It's just the top of the tower. This seems yeah. this seems strange. Yeah. What you're getting from this is someone someone transported stuff to the top of the tower, but did so by making a perfectly square hole through the wall. Where the fuck is it perfectly what square? Maybe the things that they needed to transport is perfectly square? Well, yes, but perfectly square holes are hard to come by. It's hard to just do that. I think... Do you yes. think it's hell of mine? <laughs> not here, O'Brien. <laughs> oh, it very well could be. You could probably get up here by climbing up the rope from this winch and pulley thing. Yeah. What do you guys do? Uh, Volio gets onto the thing and he, he takes grab of the rope and he kind of like um, motions for the others to follow. Donk. 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 Donk? You hear what? some movement. Ooh. And the sound of scraping metal. Pyramid head? Uh-oh. Um, and from... Because there's, like, rubble piled everywhere, but from beneath the rubble at the top and bottom of the room, two things start to stand up. Uh. <gasps> friends! I don't know about that. <laughs> I do not know if they are friends right now. They are tall... Standing about ten feet tall, but very skinny. Um, it looks like a sea mine with arms and legs. Whoa. Interesting. Um, it's like this. There are these two extremely tall um, spheres made of dented dark dark uh, metal um, with like studs coming out of it and a kind of bulb at the very top. And inside the bulb, you can see uh, like. It's kind of like uh, half coming out of the thing, um, like a giant eyeball. But inside the eyeball, you see like a rotating crystal that is like reforming in weird non-Euclidean shapes. Um, it's got tall, like long, skinny arms uh, that are like a few beams of metal combined with joints and fingers. Um, wires that are connected all over it and uh, weird long tin legs are just as thin as the arms. Single, like, again, single beams of metal connected with joints and feet. Um, and these things kind of stumble up and they let out a And as they start to hiss to life, I want you guys to make me an arcana check. Or a crafting check, actually. I take crafting. Oh, I'm bad at both of them. Uh. I'm Royari. Um, plus nine. Seventeen. Seven plus. Seven plus eighteen. Arcana or crafting? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's twenty-five. Oh my god! I rolled a nat twenty. Holy shit! Okay, so Volio, you both? know because you've actually read about these. Royari, you can you just piece it together from like intuition. Mm -hmm. These are Darklands golems. Oh. These are alchemical golems uh, created from metal and tubes and wires and whatever, but they are using a design that is from the Darklands. 
deep, deep, deep below. These are rare, these are dangerous, and these are coming to kill you. They seem to be have be guarding this tunnel up. And they are much more advanced technology than you would associate with the Zulgat normally. Hmm. And as they start lurching towards you, you guys uh, pull out your weapons and get ready to fend off these mechanical monsters from deep beneath the Earth's crust and continue your uh, quest in saving the Aeon Towers. This episode of Dice for Roll would not have been possible without the support of our Patreon supporters. Coach McCorse, Daniel McElduff, Black Dragon, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Casper, Steph, Emlyn, Cone Without Name, Sean C., Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C., Elizabeth, Jenna Mitchell, James R., Kane Kendrick, Don Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Mel Eeyore, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Aderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dame Valerie the and Sierra. If you want us to keep it rolling, check us out at www.patreon.com slash dicewillroll and see what you can get for your support. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.